star on this one. Eight. Yeah, let's make a start on this. Um, fully booked. Um, back in the building. We're doing emotional intelligence. Um, season four. Yeah. Episode. Maybe season four. No, season five. You guys are killing me. That was a test, by the way. That was a test. It was a test. It was a test. Season five, and it's episode two. I'm laying down traps on that. Episode two. Um, So it's Emotional Intelligence we're reviewing by Daniel Goldman, um, myself, Mason, the studio, joined by... Myself, French. And myself, Andrew P. Yeah, and we're going to get to reviewing Emotional Intelligence and why it can matter more than IQ, according to Daniel Goldman. Uh, we last left off and we was about to start part three, Emotional Intelligence Implied. Uh, part nine, Intimate Enemies. Uh, yeah, so I think we should start off where he speaks on Leslie Brody and Judith Hall. Mm-hmm. They've both summarised that the research on differences in emotions between their sexes proposed that because girls develop facility with language more quickly than do boys, this leads them to be more experienced at articulating their feelings and more skilled than boys at using words to explore and substitute for emotional reactions such as physical fights. That's on page 131. Um, do you think that we can, as, as the male species, mm. can catch up in, a mature, in emotional maturity stakes? Because you know, like, there's always that kind of women mature quicker than guys yeah. kind of thing. Do you think there's ever do you think there's ever a point where we even out in terms of maturity when it comes to emotions? I like to believe so. Whether that is actual <laughs> fact, I don't know. Um, I think I, I think at a certain point that it might be I don't want to say subjective or objective. I don't know if that what is one of them words anyway. Yeah. Um, but to begin with, I think obviously they mature a bit quicker than guys by and large. Um, and then let's say there comes a time obviously when men or boys then need to or have to mature or it becomes force yeah yeah do you know sorry because I, I, I know you looked at me first French to answer no, that question no, yeah. you're in my line of sight alright cool and I was, I was trying to think of the best way to word this so and I'm still thinking and like <laughs> but like um, basically I've, I've Maybe it's different now, but in our day, I'm going to speak for myself, but I'm, I'm kind of guessing you're going to agree. In our day, it wasn't cool to be sensitive and emotional. And yes, I actually agree, without having any physical research to hand, I actually agree that women, like females, girls, women, they actually mature quicker. Especially, I just remember being in high school, and you always tend to find... This is just a random example, which might not correlate, but you find, like, the girl in year 9 is going up dating a boy in year 11, yeah. but you never find a girl in year 11, or you really find a girl in year 11 dating a boy in year 9. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I find or found that my friends around me that had older sisters, they always seem to be... They always seem to be able to speak to girls a bit more freely and seem to connect with them better than me. Maybe I was just a weird guy, but, like... <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, I think I yeah, agree with that. And, uh, like, I just feel like... I say yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like also, because you've got these, they call them metrosexuals now, right? Yeah. What's that? To the men who are in touch. Yeah, a bit more feminine. Yeah, they're in touch. Because now, like, even now, I'm just a bit more practical with my whole approach. So, Mm, there might... Logical. (laughs) Logical. So, there might be things, emotionally speaking, that 
females think they need to speak or are important, and I just not brush them aside. But it's it's, it's one of those things, boy. Them off. It's not boiling them off. It's not. One, it's just one of those things where I always. I think I don't know what's. Not, I do know what's happened, but I think it's so important to see other places than your flipping borough or your city. Go and see some real rough stuff, or go, or or just. Just watch CNN at 3 a.m. in the morning or one of them kind of channels. That's not even a yeah. joke. Yeah, that's, that's not even a joke. Rina's talking. That's not even a joke. I used to do these like 10, 15 minute like yeah. um, in depth. Um, someone's been out to a country and done some. Yeah, and I don't yeah, know why yeah. they're doing shit at 3 a.m. or something, but it's just one of them things when you've got. Yeah, you're doing at 3 a.m. When you sometimes it? insomnia strikes. <laughs> insomnia strikes back, bro. but Pocker's been there, so he knows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but when you go out and actually see these things in the flesh, you start to realize, yo, a lot of these things that get brought up all this emotion and stuff like that. Mm. I'm sorry, it's first world problems. There ain't, there ain't no space or time or space for emotion in these, in these, in these places. There's real, there's real eager-ish going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, real stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? And these people are sitting there crying, it's like, yo, I don't know where next world's coming from, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, help me. No, we're going out and getting it. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? I and, get now. And that sounds weird, but I've got this notion in my head now if it's a first world problem, it's not a problem. Does that make no, sense? I, I totally get what you mean. But do you know what I'm more gearing towards in terms of, yes, it's the, you're right, I 100% agree with you. But if we're bringing it back to our actual, our bubble, so to speak, our yeah. Western world bubble, yeah. and not to say leaving out the rest of the world because we do know it exists and we do know there's a lot of atrocities going on. But if we just bring it back to the most basis of maturity in regards to emotional intelligence, yeah, do you think that we can, as men, or yeah, male species, can ever catch up to women? Cause is there a study that says there's a gap? Yeah, well, this is the point I've read yeah. in, in the first place. Yeah. I don't think there's actual statistics, yeah. but from studies that have been done, yeah. it shows that they're better at articulating their feelings and more skilled than boys at using words to explore and substitute emotional reactions such as physical fights. So basically, yeah. a woman's able to talk it out, whereas we'd rather swing it out. Does it go back to cavemen days though? And just, <laughs> but I think that's yeah. where it kind of spares from. And being from. the protector, and you know, and uh, and our main yeah. focus is would like will bring the bacon. That kind of. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it goes back to the last inherent. It, it yeah, I think it's just it is and, and things we watch movies and cartoons. I don't know, innit? Is it that? I, th- I think I it's inherent. inherent. I think it's actual mm. inherent from from the days of time. Like women are more emotionally intelligent not to know i'll just take that back they're more mature emotionally than we are in, in, in general even as we get older, i know you're making a point of it gets a, a certain you get to a certain age but i don't even think that is the case i think even as you get older women still to even in relationships when i could be looking at my i remember my grandma and her partner she seemed very much more mature than he was. He was very much, not to say immature, because he's, mm-hmm. a, he's, a, he's an older gentleman yeah, or whatever yeah. or not, but if you was to compare the two, I could see, okay, maybe the women's a bit more mature in this relationship than what a man would be. I, try, yeah. is. I don't think it's an age thing. I think it's just, gen, as you say, it's an I mean, inherent I'm thing. Point. Go on. Being able to express an opinion emotionally is one thing, but sometimes I've been in rooms where females have been having conversation and it might be like, oh, and I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there like, seen in play, like yeah. yo, I'd much rather have 30 seconds of silence. Yeah, like, yeah of course, because we're logical. Like, I'm yeah. just like, okay, like, 
Yeah, cut the shit. I don't know. I don't, maybe I, I'm missing the point here. Pete, what would you going to say? I almost forgot. No. I think if we had like a wide... Um, I don't... I, to answer if... To answer the question mm. ourselves, can we catch up? No, I don't think we can. But I know the point that you're making. I just think we... Women are emotional and men are logical. Like if, if, that's... that's, that's what I, I'm saying what, what I think. That's my personal opinion. Let's say there's a bigger balance towards emotion rather than yeah. honestly rather than logic. But I think <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> that's what you said. Yeah, I just leave me out to dry like now. You said that before. you're on your own on that one. But I think I was kind of leaning to partly of what you were part of what you were saying in yeah. that I think if we had a wider range of words in regards to emotion, I think women will cover the majority of that in comparison to men. <laughs> Political, political. No, like, like the, the example you gave in regards to yeah. like your, your your grandparents and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. So I'm making a note right now to try and find statistics that women are more emotional. Well, that that excerpt yeah. is from page one three one. So if you want to go back and check, yeah. Mm. I mean, I definitely agree with that. I mean, it's only really like now where men are encouraged to be obviously be a bit more emotional and open up and yeah, um, become yeah. a bit more metrosexual and stuff like that. So all right, moving on. Uh, another excerpt it goes on to say indeed the most important element for women but not for men in satisfaction with their in with their relationship reported in a study of 264 couples was the sense that the couple has good communication so for for women it's basically they need to have see them when they say oh we need to talk (laughs) that is that's their thing that's why you've got girlfriends I'm like do you know what? Sorry, and I, I just want to cut you for a sec, Fred, because yeah, P raised the point about this whole people being encouraged to be, or men being encouraged to be more metrosexual. Do you think just by society? Like, That's a society thing. I mean, like, I've been listening to the radio today, and we haven't had this conversation as to the stuff that I posted in the group and even other groups. Mm-hmm. So this really wound me up to the point I was going to ring um, this radio station. I wasn't going to say the name, no need for me to. Mm. Um, where, and this is actually a good, very good reporter as well. I don't know if he was playing devil's advocate or actually agree with it. Mm. Anyway, just get into what he was talking about. There's a guy called oh, I forgot his name now. Um, forget it anyway. He's a he's a no <laughs> Go. no he's a white Irish guy who's yeah. now identifying as black. Oh okay. All right. Yeah. So they're saying we're talking about um, transracial and they're discussing whether it should be acceptable or we should accept as a society if someone wants to identify as another race. I was like, get the what? Fuck out of there you go. That was me. I said, listen, I'm five ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be six foot two, but that's not possible. It doesn't quite work like that. If you're anti-African, so, you know what? I can kind of accept and kind of accept. Okay, you um, just say you like, understand the plight of another person or another people. There were so many different like varying um, varying topics within the subject. I mean, if you're involved in a culture, just say you're a DJ, you're involved. I don't want to say the black culture, but you're involved in the yeah, culture. Yeah, if you if you DJ. say yeah, I identify with that culture. That's that's my culture. Yeah. I kind of get that. That's not a problem for me. Yeah, that's one but for the DJ, if Tim Westwood came well, out, Charlie Sloth. yeah, or if I said I'm black, that's no, it's not, no, and it's not a case of me. It's not a disrespectful thing. No, it's, it's just not happened. You're not. Yeah, well, there's there's something. Fred, those of you saw it, P, I think you might have seen it. There's something going on with this American that girl, black girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was yeah, saying, I've seen she's that. white. I'm white. Yeah, yeah. I look in the mirror and I see white. I didn't even watch the whole video. I was like, nah, man, come on, down. Fat P, I'm sure you've got a. Someone you met travelling who said I thought about her today and things I the thing is I was gonna ring up and mention her name. No yeah, I was gonna mention her name. <laughs> no, like but not mention it, but like literally but I bring almost, up, I almost I forgot her name for, for, name for her in that yeah, that was a bit of a I don't think it's the same situation. 
No, see, I think the difference between her... I can understand why you bring it or, or bring it to the table. Oh, I'm glad you said that because they actually said that um, people who are mixed-heritage mixed actually yeah. rang up and said... Hmm. Um, well, I identify... <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, well, depending on where I am, I identify as this yeah. and I identify as that. Depends on the time of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he, they wanted to mention, well, most mixed-race people identify with black. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking, nah. listen, guys, nah. like, even if that is the case, all right? And I thought, okay, let's go with that notion. Well, I'm not being funny. In, on, only 20, 30 years ago, you had no choice to identify with black anyway. Yeah. It wasn't your choice. <laughs> That's a good point. It wasn't your choice. Yeah. So, guys, can we actually stop, like, can we get our head out of, like, our oh, asses and yeah. actually come back to the real world? Mm. You are not black. Yeah. And then I, whilst I was driving, all right? I want to say anyway. I thought, let me Google his name. I wish I remember his name. I'm going to say his name one day, actually. So I can get his name. All right. And I looked at it, and the first thing I did was laugh because I could see what they're talking about because he actually does look mixed race. Mixed race. Yeah. The problem I had was this dude, and I'm, I don't want to use the word because I probably, I'm going to do my research here, but I'm going to say what I felt at the time. I thought, mm. this dude is finagled 400 grand, 400, he's got 400,000 pounds in, in grants from the BM. BAME. Yeah. What's um, that? Black and minority ethnic or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like a. I think I think it's government led funding mm. to back um, black and ethnic minority projects, maybe theatre yeah. stuff like okay. that. Okay, and we should jump on that still. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> this dude has got four hundred thousand. I can prove I'm black. Too. Well, no, that's not no. that. <laughs> so the first thing I thought to him, listen. First of all, I thought this dude's got. Is this the Nigerian middle name? That's the first thing. What's I thought. his middle name? I can't even pronounce it. He's been to Deepo, hasn't he? Ekundeo. Yeah, he's been to Deepo. This dude... Right, he's he doesn't come from being white and Irish. Yeah, so this, this dude's got two white parents, two white grandparents. Mm. Right? Obviously, I can't go further back and there's no four details on that. Right? Yeah, four. Sorry, you're from both sides. Sorry. All right. So the first thing I'm thinking is... Two plus two... Sorry, I'm going to that one. All right, no worries. Anyway, yeah, four grandparents. So first thing I'm thinking is, well, this dude's not what you call it. He's not, he's not, he's got no black name whatsoever. So why are we even... So why has he got that middle name? Yeah, that's the first thing I'm thinking. And then I thought, we're having this conversation about his race. Shouldn't be doing a criminal investigation. This dude's got 400k, right, from government funding, and no one's blinking an eyelid. We're talking about whether he wants to be black or not. Let me um, take it back to Yeah, the I was going to say that. Because we're, we're, we're kind yeah, of we're off. Yeah, we're staying off. We're staying off. But you know, uh, the but reason I... I don't know how we got to him. I, yeah. I'm going to let you continue, but... <laughs> no, go on. You said the point about mixed sexual, and I listened to an interview the other day. So have you guys heard of the... She's a comedian and an actress, Tiffany Haddish. She's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, bubbling yeah, up. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Yeah, that. right. Yeah. She had a... She was on a radio interview the other day, and she was... She kind of brought up the whole thing about... I don't think they used the word metrosexual, but it was like, what kind of man? She goes, I like a... She, her words not mine. I like a real man. Yeah. I want a man. He's gonna fix stuff around the house. He's gonna come and pick me up. He's gonna. I ain't he, fixing shit around the house. <laughs> I'll pay someone. I'll pay someone. Oh, people said on the radio. Actually. I'll, I'll, pay pay I'll pay someone to come and fix it. But yeah, yeah she said she wants. She wants a real man. She'll do the woman's job. So she was. It's interesting that you raised that point about this whole. Society wants male metrosexual, and you know they want intelligent women want intelligent conversation with their partners. Mm. She actually just wants a, a real man. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? But her definition of a real man doesn't fit in today's society. And I don't think there's anything wrong with guys. Being it's almost like a throwback. What she's referring a to is like a throwback. Yeah, Nothing bit, wrong with guys. Like myself, boy. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> guys being a bit more in touch with their feelings or communicating more. Yeah. But I'm not into this. Let's soften up society. Let's have people be yes, someone who is. White can identify the black. I don't understand this whole. No, that's a whole next time. Yeah, it's a you, conversation. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree with your point that 
you can say, do you know what? I identify more with the Caucasian culture or whatever. The, mm. the, 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 the culture that's in Stoke on Trent, whatever it is, because yeah. I grew up here and I grew yeah. up in, This is what I'm, Like Brian from Big Brother. Do you remember mm-hmm. Big Brother? Yep. Oh, like yeah. Brian? Yeah, yeah. And he had the pro- When he first saw him, he was like, look at this freak, but actually, he's a nice right. guy. He's adopted, and that's just what he knows. Yeah, what he knows. Yeah, it's just cool. what he knows. Mm. And he's actually a decent dude, mm, as yeah. it appears. Yeah. So it's almost like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but don't turn around and. Brian's not going to turn around and say, Yeah, I'm white. What, are you blind? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh no, good point. Um, moving on because there's a, there is a bit to get through, and I might jump over a few bits, but I think yeah. certain parts that I did find interesting. Stone stonewalling is the ultimate defence. Are you aware of what stone stonewalling is in uh, relationships and couples? I've got an idea what it is, but I can yeah, I, is it something to do with just complete blocking? Yeah, yeah, completely just shut down and just don't talk and not communicate. Yeah, that's immature. Yeah. I'm not going to agree with I that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to agree with that. Yeah, there could be a time and a place for stonewalling. Yeah, no. I'm, Give me an example. I'm a master. Well, one sure. side, like, we spoke, uh, we spoke, I'm sure we spoke about it, I, I think I mentioned where, oh, it's come out of my head now. I'm sure maybe a bit strong, but I do think. We spoke in a lot, so who did we have on as guests in the last, in the last episode? Got, um, right. And I said, and we, and we, uh, Scott, Watson, Scott yeah. Watson, and we spoke, um, and I said about my friend, and actually, what he's, oh, when he, had to, he, had when to he just walks yeah, out, yeah, and then yeah, it comes yeah. back, and it, yeah. and it comes, so there could be a time and a place yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Okay, I can't Briefly. understand that, but you I don't think you're still, I'm just saying, that's the same old word. I think that's the same old Trump was the blood of America, but you're never coming back to the ultimate defense, the same. Um, Partners who take the pessimistic stance are extremely prone to emotional hijacking. They get angry, hurt, or otherwise distressed by things their spouses do, and they stay disturbed once the episode begins. Their internal distress and pessimistic attitude, of course, make it far more likely they resort to criticism and content in confronting the partner, which in turn heightens the likelihood of defensiveness and stonewalling. That's on page 138. Um, Does that... Actually, no. We'll skip past that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, moving on slightly in regards to flooding, the swamping of a marriage. It becomes harder and harder to recover from psychological arousal, which in turn makes it easier for in- inocuous exchanges to be seen in a sinister light, triggering flooding all over again on page 139. Meaning the more easily triggered, the harder it becomes to have conversations without it becoming an argument. What can you do when the person triggering you continues to? So you're with a partner mm-hmm. and say um, possibly going back to the same situation with your friend that you're referring to yeah. and you're having an argument I, I can be testament to this because I've had this situation where you're having an argument or it gets heated and it's like okay you've triggered me now I, I want to step away this is a good time I would say for me personally to do the whole stonewalling thing because I, I, I need to step away from the situation you're triggering me please stop mm-hmm. we will convene once I'm able to calm down or you've calmed down, but yeah. let's not continue for adding fuel to the fire and it's not getting up anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what things can you, what things would you suggest or can you, have you done when someone is to continue to trigger you? Uh, do you know, do you know what, yeah, and <clears throat> I'm still trying to work on this. Mm. You both know that obviously I'm in the dating game at the moment. I'm, you know, yeah. dating. Anyway, 
Anyway, um, me and this person still trying to get to know each other. Still trying to, you know, likes dislikes and how yeah. to not push each other's buttons, so to speak. And I think one of the things is, I try and you know sometimes you try and do things nicey nicey. Yeah. But sometimes you've got to be cool to be kind. And what I'll end up doing is, this goes back to the point about actually the whole women being more emotionally, possibly being more emotionally advanced than men in their words and conversations. Oh, yeah. Because actually, I just want to get to the point. And sometimes that's blunt as two blunt pencils rubbing together. It's real blunt. And it, it can hurt someone. And I don't mean to come across like that. But guess what? I want to say something in four words rather than 15 so that it, that it comes across softened. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because when I try to do the soften, softly, softly thing, you're lost. not, yeah, you're not, but you're not really getting my point. Like it's almost like, oh, I can still trigger, I can still push. No, you can't. I'm at, this is my warning. This is actually my warning. <laughs> <laughs> so then, when I come real Emily Blunt on you, like, you, you, I'm now, I'm now sorry, but not sorry. Does that make sense? Because now my point's been taken. My point's now across, and unfortunately. <laughs> 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 Just been casualties of <laughs> casualties of bad mouth, boy. Casualties of warfare. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's my stance, and I can't remember your question, but I just remember thinking that. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. What, what, what can I do? do? Yeah. yeah. So what I can do is possibly. I, I, it might make sense to me. Do you know what? When it, the situation's calmed down, and everything. What I've started to do actually is just say, look, I actually don't like when you do this, or we stop doing this because this is why I react like this eventually because you don't heed my polite, kind, softly, softly warnings. Yeah. So actually, when I'm giving you one of those softly, softly, kind approaches, take on board then and we save a lot of tears later. Do you know what I mean? Or save a lot of anger and, and stuff later. You know what? Um, I don't know where to go is. Um, I think Lee, Lee's articulated it quite well. Um, yeah, I think at some point you have to be blunt if the person isn't heeding warnings. Yeah. Um, but I think to begin with, I think I'd probably take that approach in terms of being a bit softer and stuff like that. Yeah, for me, I think it takes a while to really... Well, someone's triggering you, so you're... Oh, triggering. Okay, cool. Um, so triggering... someone's triggering you and you want to kind of de-escalate the situation. Um, sometimes I like to rationalise things, so walking away may be a good idea. But so sometimes... it's, no more, it's not immature no more, is it? Uh, no, no, hold on. It's not immature no more, is it? I've That was a comma, no, <laughs> <laughs> stop. So what I'm saying, sometimes I want to know what is the root of the problem. So I really want to know, even if that's going to anger you, I want to know, tell me what the issue really is and let's have a conversation about it. Particularly if that person is emotionally charged as well because I think then conversation is then going to happen. There might, then there might be a reflection point if you then go away. But tell me what you're really feeling at this moment in time. And then we can reflect on it later. <laughs> <laughs> but say you're... you're in, 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 no, it's so big Guys, you can see this guy straight stroking his beard. You know what? He's got soul glow in it this evening. What's wrong this guy? That's not even practical. because <laughs> It's not practical because you're, if you're having a heated argument and you say to someone, how are you feeling right now? Tell me right no, now. No, I'm not going to say that. So I mean, how, how would you no, go about it? Okay. I ultimately want to know what what has sparked this argument. What, you have to, so you have to give me a, an example. And the moment you both look at me, you know, I feel a lot of pressure here. All right? So, <laughs> so um, no, I'd really want to know, obviously, what struck a chord with that person. And I want to get to the root of the problem. 
from there we'll have a conversation and I'd want to have a real open conversation yeah, but, but they're, they're tr- triggering they're you they've triggered you you're they're triggered, triggered. They're I'm triggered, triggered. they're not triggered <laughs> no <laughs> no no but they've triggered me and, no, no, they've triggered me purposely alright and what I'm saying is I want to find out what has irked them to so what are you going to do me. right now because you've triggered now what happens when when Pokka gets triggered that's what first of all I'm talking a lot I think so but what I'm saying is are I'm blunt, blunt. Are you? Yeah, blunt. Because now, who's got to, like when you're angry, you're now you're, there's no let's take a left or the right. It's straight. Yeah. So I don't know what the problem is, and they're the questions I'll be asking, and then later on I'll be thinking, okay, now let's like reflect. So in the midst of you being triggered, you'll be asking questions. Yeah, I'm, 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 all, I'm asking all the questions because now's the right time. Alright, okay. Do you know what? But this is a good point you raised. I was out a few weeks ago with some friends. I'm not going to mention any names here. Well, I won't, yeah. Um, and <laughs> do you know what? A heated discussion. It was after quite a bit of alcohol. Mm-hmm. A heated discussion got sparked between two of the... There was a group of us and two of two of the people in the group. A heated discussion got sparked. And one of those people, they obviously got triggered and they got up and walked away, which was a good thing. They said, right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. They went home and they've... Since then, I'm assuming those two have had their own individual discussion when tempers have calmed down. And I'm assuming they're now fine. But in the heat of that moment, because it was getting quite heated, yeah, um, emotional and stuff like that. And I think if it carried on, that could have ruined a legacy of a friendship that night because of how 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 vocal and just how direct people were being. But one of them got up and said, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. And they seem more clean up. So that's... That could possibly be one response where you just get up and say, See, but that's no problem. You see, that's I mean that's a good approach. So my so my version of your stonewalling was You've stonewalled before. With what? Oh here we go. <laughs> you have. Go on. I'm not gonna give examples live and there, it's not my business. But you have stonewalled. What is it? Eleven year old? Years you stonewalled. <laughs> Oh, no, no, but no, oh, I'm glad you, oh, sorry, I know what you're talking about. No, I, do, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. If I've got no problem even discussing this, actually. No, yeah. oh, ah, good example with this, with this, with this case, I'm going to say this individual, this case, because I'm sure that person will have their own version of events as well. Yeah. But again, I like to do, I was very, very honest with this, with this, with this situation, because I explained it, A, to that person, but I explained it to a couple other people as well, who would have been obviously a lot closer to the situation. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I articulated everything quite well. Ah, oh, no, sorry. No. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back, actually, just a little bit. Now, I articulated everything very, very well. I'm going to say after the point or after the situation. So maybe a while later. How do I... I don't want to go into too much detail. Um, no, I felt it was a point where, actually, I didn't... I needed to disconnect myself from that person. That was the way I felt. I thought, you know what? Actually, this has happened, that's happened, this has happened, that's happened. I, I need to remove myself from that situation. Full stop. It got to a point where things needed to be explained, to which it wasn't a problem for me. That person, I'm not going to say denied anything as such, but let's say denied for lack of a better word, but said, you know what, I don't see a version of it, the, the version of events that way. But I believe I was very clear in what I was seeing at the time. It wasn't like I was blinded by emotion or anything along those lines. And I, I saw what I saw as a case of, you know what, I've seen this, I've seen that, heard this. And I can understand why other people would have said the same thing as well. I need to remove myself from that situation. But I've got to a point in life where, literally just concluding, where sometimes you, not you live and you learn. It's a case of, actually, that happened so long ago. In order to move on as a person, you need to kind of, like, forget that. Yeah, you just forget things happen. Funny, I was thinking about a person today, actually. 
um, yeah, you need to move on. That's it, really, if I'm honest. You learn to move on. So do you agree that you have stonewalled? Um, yeah, but I think that's a... Sorry, all right. So let me help you out, because I know what you want. I know, you, I know what you what want. Do so I want? I'm what gonna the, give what do I want? What do I want, Yes, I have stonewalled. My, my, <laughs> oh, my, okay. my, my, um, my, my thoughts on you stonewalling, or thought, yeah, thoughts on you stonewalling are a case of completely ignoring, not talking to the person... Whereas I think mine's maybe a little bit different. I know they sound the I know they sound. No, I know they sound the same. When I mean, I'm talking about immature. I'm talking about from a level of immaturity. I'm talking about a case of literally. I'm not. I'm not looking for the person. mountains right now. Hmm. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Do you know the, the next few parts? I've actually taken notes, but there's not too many questions. But at the same time, I don't just want to read out all of these excerpts. So what we'll say is take a look at one page, page 141. Um, it talks about the reason behind different stances on emotional confrontations. Mm-hmm. So like, um, just to kind of give you some, it talks about ad- advice for anyone that's married. Mm-hmm. Uh, practical advice. Uh, men do not sidestep conflict, but to realise when their wife brings up some grievance or disagreement, grievance or disagreement, be on guard against short-circuiting the discussion by offering a practical solution too earlier on. Um, that's on page 142. Um, have you ever been in a situation, in fact, when your partner is trying to tell you something and you kind of, not to dismiss it, but you try and give them a, a situation before they finish and they obviously don't appreciate that? Yeah, I get told all the time. Mm. How about yourself, please? I was thinking about it. Um, I've, I've, there's been situations where I've taken too much, bro. Mm. Where I mean taking too much. I think where I was at those moments in time, I don't think I was mature enough as a person. When I mean mature, I'm talking about to the point maybe where confidence would have been a factor as well in terms of then articulate in my point of view as well. So I would have just taken, taken. And then in hindsight, I said, well, why have I allowed... Not that I've been boiled off in any way or form, but mm. actually I could have responded to that and... No, I'm not even in an argument. I mean, like, say she's got a problem at work and she just wants to really air it out, but then you start offering solutions that she doesn't really want to hear. Because uh, I mean, I, I I relate that last that last statement I read out to um, with an ex partner of mine, and she was having a problem at work, um, some trivial shit, <coughs> like proper like work politics. Oh, she First said one. this. She said this, she said that, and I've offered a practical solution, but she didn't want to hear the practical solution, what she wanted to hear. But what she wanted to do was air out what happened and not really have a solution. Well, I was kind of, as you mentioned, I was kind of pretty much following the same thing. Sometimes, obviously, let's go, sometimes, yeah, no, 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 see, see, that's half the problem, right? (laughs) See, in this PC snowflake era, if you say something like that, it becomes a problem. Sometimes women, right, want to want to be heard not even want to be heard they want to speak to someone and just air out their problems and stuff yeah. like that and it's about it's about literally just assessing the situation and understanding they actually just want to talk at yeah. this moment in time or someone to listen and it's about really just assessing that yeah that's at the very that, end you that, can offer your two pence as to you know what my advice is who cares you can't even say that though you can't even <laughs> that was a joke that was a joke <laughs> no but I've tried that I've tried to do that but babe, like the bigger picture, no one cares. Yeah, but, oh, boy, that did not go down well. <laughs> Yo, life's out here stressing me, stressing me out. <laughs> That's real talk. Life, life's 
start here giving me real problems. Yeah. And back and <laughs> through the conversation. That's really out here, like stressing me. And you're coming in with your workplace politics. No, really, <laughs> that's very true. Um, more, more, more advice. Um, husbands who are able to stay with their wives through the heat of anger, rather than dismissing their complaints as petty, help their wives feel heard and respected. It's your chatty patty business over them sides, man. For women, need to make a purposeful effort to be careful not to attack their husbands, to complain what they did, not to criticise them as a person or express contempt, which helps too if a wife complaints are put in a larger context of reassuring her husband of her love for him. Um, yeah, slightly moving on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, as I said, there's so many points that I do want to raise. But at the same time, I don't want to read every single thing as well. But I will ask this. I'll get to this point and ask a question at the same time. Um, one overall strategy: cultivate this couple shared EQ is being able to calm down and your partner with empathy, using empathy and listening well. It can make it more likely a couple will settle their disagreements effectively. So this is basically advice that you give to couples. Do you know? What, yeah, just, just touch on that. Oh, I don't even know why I'm saying this on air. But that's just, it's got me out here acting real fake when I've got to do stuff like that. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I yeah. don't think, jeez, I'm going to sound like a monster. I don't think I'm empathetic by nature. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I think, is that, it depends on what it is you Is that because there's a, um, a self-indulgence of your caring for self? No, I don't think so. I agree with that. I don't, I don't think, I don't yeah. believe that's you. No, yeah, I'm yeah. just asking <laughs> you're asking a question. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think so at all. I just, I think the older I get, I start to realise what is actually really important out there yeah. and what is just, just not. Like, just get on with it. It's life. Life will throw hurdles and stuff. Mm. Like, we don't have to have a half an hour conversation about the fact it rained and ruined your, your day out at the race. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just life. It's first world problems. And sometimes I think, I'm starting to cut those down the older I get. Like, I ain't got time for that now. Yeah, just there's there's real shit. things going on. I need to go and you know what I, mean? I, I need to go and sort shit out. I don't want to be out there when I'm 55 still listening to gossip. I don't want to be my fiance. Um, moving on slightly in terms of uh, yeah, it makes a point of we are primed for certain emotional behavior. Um, we are primed for certain emotional habits, i.e., for my parents, and that's discussed on one four three. What emotional habits do you think that you've picked up from your parents? <laughs> Pete, go. Jesus Christ. You know, mine's, I'm even joking, mine's a real yin and yang. And I think you would have seen, you definitely would have seen them both. My mum's a very patient, calm speaking person. Yeah. And I think I definitely exhibit that. My dad, he was a live wire. And that will go as to, I know sometimes you have said, he gets angry very, very quickly when I say it's passion. Mm. So they're the two that I would say I definitely have. Where I look at, but I look at my mum, I can see, Jesus Christ, I've been far too patient. Like, in certain, mm. So I think, I wish I wasn't like her. And then there's times where I think, I wish I weren't like him. Okay. Yeah, that's good. What are you, French? Um, I'd say emotional habits. Probably calmness from my dad. Like, he's very calm, but with an underlying anger. There. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm not gonna from American Psycho, boy. No. <laughs> no, that's what I get from my dad. I definitely, I definitely get that from my dad. Oh, um, emotional habits from my mum. Um, oh, no. I'm, I'm not too sure when it comes to emotions, what emotional habit I'll get from my mum. 
she's very she's very happy like all the time. Is it? All the time. That's proper like, sick, man. Yeah, I love it. I like, wanted a mum like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to eat soon. I'm going to French hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a mum like that. Wait, stop you. So I tried. So it's co- but they're like they're like moms from the Disney films, like <laughs> snowflake and dinner's ready. <laughs> no, like, mom's always happy. Oh, and you hurry up, <laughs> hurry up. Um, listen, sorry, don't mind it. Go, listen. My dad's a nutter. This is what, I'm talking about angry. The other name, you know, you know, older people don't know how to use technology. Mm. Call my phone. Obviously, I haven't picked up. No, I rejected it because I was driving. Uh, listen to the voice messages the following day or later in the evening. All I'm hearing is bear swearing and going. <laughs> Why am I gonna ring you now? Now I know that you're coming. <laughs> All I've done is said. You know that you get them standard text messages. I can't pick. I can't talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All I've said is I can't talk right now. Yeah. I just swearing at the plate. I said, I said, I was in my bed. I said, yo, I just ruined my evening. You know? <laughs> so hold up. He's he put the phone down. He hasn't. He's just swearing in the background. He must have. Yeah. He, I, I don't want to play it now. But I'm thinking, yeah, but what's wrong with this guy? And I thought. I was actually coming around to go and check his yeah, I'm going to avoid that for another three, four days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not, uh, yeah, I can't think of anyone, anything from my mum at the moment in terms of emotional habits. But yeah, mm. in, my, in regards to my dad, yeah, definitely, as I say, calmness with uh, quite a storm. <laughs> quite a storm underneath mm. it. What about you, Mace? Um, it's weird, yeah, because. I, so my dad's older now and I don't see because he used to have this and I go back to when we used to play football mm. he could get real angry mm. and not just that even obviously in the household back in the day when we used to have beef and whatnot mm. he get real angry like to the point like he, I thought I didn't even sometimes I didn't even want to come to the pitch because I thought he might murder man like, <laughs> like, like, he could get real angry like crazy angry and for some reason I've got that like I just I get angry at the smallest thing. I get mad. it's like it's almost like a verge of passion and anger. Does that mm. make sense? Like mm. like I'm passionate. I want to get things done, but I get angry as well. Like where like I get temperamental almost. Like if you poke me in the wrong way, I'm just going. Ah, I'm <laughs> like, a bit like RA in the booth. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, is hard. But, but like um. Yeah, also for my dad, I've got like, I can be really bubbly. If if you catch me, if I'm in a calm, not calm, if I've got no stress or worries, especially that's why I'm, I'm always a better person abroad because I haven't got stress or worries I've got in London. Mm. I can be very like bubbly and very like a good person to be around. Mm. Like I definitely bring things up. People are like, I definitely a person people want to be around if I'm in that kind of mood. That space. Yeah. But then, and then for my mum, like, I don't even know, like, so, like, she, not so much now, but she's a scare man, you boy. Right. Like, yeah, bro. Like, you don't know, I didn't know what mood I'd get, and I think maybe I'm like that as well. You just don't know what mood I'm going to get. Like, she's, no, I wouldn't say that about you. Mm, I think, yeah, if you spend enough time with me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I, when, <laughs> someone at school used to call me Granny Lee. Is that time of the month? I used to get all that. Because yeah. I'm moody sometimes. <laughs> you say you get the moody sound from the mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, what would you, you, you waiting for something, Pete? What would you say? No, because um, I didn't know what he was going to say. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so, um, what, in regards to mum? Yeah, that, that I, I kind of <laughs> got. Mm. Yeah, because obviously we all spend time around his dad, so mm. I, I get it. Um, 
dad did have an urgency about him, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, but that's... But maybe it's the environment. Like your dad, yeah, he used to be like, obviously he, he was a football coach. Mm. But um, I never saw him as like the angry coach, though. Okay, you joined could... a bit later. No, he was on Sunshine. Yeah, because what was the other dude's name? The, um, Frank. the white dog, Frank. Frank. Yeah, like he, yeah, he was, he was definitely out of the two, the calm one. Yeah, because you get your pups that used to be you know, mouthing off, off, but it wasn't a case of. Like, I've had angry coaches, and he wasn't, he wasn't one of the the top ones. That I've, I've seen him lose it, but yeah. I've seen it. I've, I've seen him lose it where I've come off the pitch. He's just he can come, he can come round on fours, come up to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's running so fast. I'm a lion. Come, come, so a jacket as long as Arsene used to wear. Boy, sadly, that's one boy. It's to a point where this black woman actually t- don't speak just something that he told to shut up, boy. I've seen him rolling eyes, boy. Yeah. This man out of like 13 out here try, trying to enjoy football. You know? I'm getting treated like I'm playing up, like I'm playing for like Nottingham Forest in the Prem or something. Oh man, memories, boy. Going on to calming down, so we've gone talking about bit and getting heated. Moving on to calming down. Mm-hmm. Every strong emotion has its root in an impulse to action. Managing those impulses is basic to emotional intelligence. During an argument, couples can check. Their, I think this was really, really good something to do as well. Mm-hmm. If you're in a, if you're in a couple. During an argument, couples can check their heart rate. If 10, 10 beats per minute BPM above resting heart rate. They can a break. They can take a break, resume after scheduled time, or back to relevant heart rate, or a pre-stated agreement that allows one or the other to call time out after using relaxation techniques. So, say you're you're in a heated argument and you kind of check your your beats per minute. If it's, I think it's a specific threshold or a specific number. If it's ten beats per minute above that mm. there's almost like this is the point where you're going to lose it so to speak so if you're able to count your BPM and say alright I'm getting to this point you've both agreed beforehand if either one of us gets to this point we can then step away and have this break and wait till we get back down to that's that's one method of, of trying to resolve you know that in practice though who's yeah, really, yeah of course not of who, course. who when they're, they're halfway through raising what they think in their head is the most, is the most valid <laughs> point alive to man the first thing <laughs> and they're going to be like yo I'm seven oh, minutes no. over <laughs> to me let's read let's read on me in 15 minutes no but it's a, that's what I read it I was like you know it's a good idea in theory but yeah. in, in practice I think more of cool, like telltale signs so I, 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 you might be like, all right, all right. You know, like, now you've, you've said your piece, now let me... <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you said your piece, now let me go. Now, I think you are... I, personally, I think you have telltale signs. Personally, you know, all right, this person's taking us a notch up. And then you start thinking, okay, yeah, I'm not really... Bu- no, I'm not buying it, but I think it's too much involved. I'm just sorry, I'm just trying to put this in practice. Not just with couples, just the use on road, like... You think a man's out there beefing another man? That's not gonna happen. No, but this, <laughs> but this is different. That's what you can't even say. You can't even bring that. Oh, I'm ten beats away. Let me just put this way. You can't even put that. Nah, nah, I can't even. No, you can't put that. Because but you're saying in a marriage, in a couple, you've obviously previously stated this is the point that we're gonna say. Let's end this. That's when you're we'll thinking it. rationally. Yeah. When you get heated, you use yeah, rational right. thoughts, and you you want to get your <laughs> you want to finish your point off. You're not thinking shit. Yeah, I don't damn think that's just heart, Damn you, heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I don't think it's, it's practical in all sense, but I think it may, it's a good tool to try and use at least if if I don't know you're having these. There'll be some that want to use it, but I mean, as Mason was just saying, <laughs> practical. I think, yeah, practical. Yeah, practicality. But when you start saying, actually, I want to, I want to finish this. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily on a bad note, but I now want to finish this conversation. It's mm-hmm. going to go through the roof where I'm finishing this. <laughs> Um, detoxifying self-talk for example a wife who feels in the heat of the moment that he doesn't care about my needs he's always so selfish might challenge the thought as well he does show how he cares about me sometimes mm-hmm. even though what he did ju- what he just did was thoughtless and upsetting me mm-hmm. the latter for form- the latter formulation opens up the possibility of change and a positive resolution uh, the former only foments anger and hurt and that's on page 145 is this a practical? Is this practical when in the heat of the moment? Again, in the heat of the moment, it's difficult. I think you've calmed down, you can start to see it. But do you know what? That works both ways because that's when you know sometimes uh, we're not women here, but you know sometimes women will speak, and maybe maybe you lot have got females around you that you've been in relationships with or friends, and they're like, I just don't know why Tracy, what Tracy, why Tracy stays with him. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. what's happened is. Tracy knows she shouldn't be with him, but then she always then she goes back to when he took her out, he takes her out for meals and buys her these nice flowers and gifts. And actually they're with the wrong she's with the wrong man, mm. but because she's thinking like that about the good things he does rather than the eighty five percent he does all the badness or stands her up or is fucking around out with other women, that's why, because she only spot focuses on that. Mm-hmm. So I think it can work both ways. So I didn't quite understand the question or I didn't catch all the question. Um yeah, related back to the statement. So the, yeah. the statement essentially was you could be in the heat of a moment, in the heat of a moment, being in an argument, and one of the ways that you could um, calm yourself down and actually have a rational discussion, and actually um, um, squash, huh? yeah, exactly, squash that, squash whatever beef you've got going on, is actually, yeah, the, what he just done was horrible. The way he just reacted wasn't spot on, but actually, he he's been like this before, and he can be like this, and I need to focus on that to calm myself down. It's funny because we've had a conversation kind of like around this in terms of people settling for second best in terms of being in relationships and with that argue, with that argument or with that being said being said if I thought that I'm like you I think you've got to step out like my personal opinion anyway so I can't what the relationship or yeah I mean if I have to think um, if the bad I don't know, if the bad things kind of outweigh the good but then I'm looking towards you know what he takes me out sometimes like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe, again, like, we'd be talking about passion and anger and stuff like that. I have a, I think, a very, very strong drive and drive in me, and it makes me think I can't really set, settle for second best, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's anything else in life. I just, yeah, not that I don't understand it, I do understand it, but if I feel I'm in the wrong situation, it's going to come to a head at some point where things are going to get real messy, or you're just settling, which is a terrible word. I don't, words such as settle or average... I don't know. I mean, that's the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. But is it practical to do that when in the heat of the moment? Like, to be able to f- to reframe the situation? I think you can reframe the situation, but... Mm. Um, maybe, but it depends how much time you have. You know? In the heat of the situation, maybe not. Might be difficult. Okay. Do you want to add to that, P? Or, I mean, Mace? Or... No, I've raised my point. What was your, what was your thoughts on that? Um, for me, uh, I don't think it is practical. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible, mm. but I think 
bro, I've seen it with my own eyes though, where, where, where at, at the time, you, the girl would be like, that's it, I've had enough, he's done this so many times. Give her two hours to calm down, mm. and then she starts thinking about them good times. She's right back in as I've seen it, bro. Yeah, bro it happens all, that's, it happens all yeah, the time. Yeah, it does. But I think as well, I've been in a situation where I, I, I don't wait until those two hours. I'll make that decision. Right. So finish, bro. Fucking hell, mate. A bit urgent, but yeah. You got your notepad out. <laughs> Shit. I don't even know what I was going to say now, shit. Um, oh, no, basically, um, I've made the decision and as you said, get out. Like, get out of it. Just like, enough's enough. And mm. I didn't, I didn't give it that extra to because I just thought well, it should be. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't need it. I didn't need to. I was like, mm. that's my decision and I made it and kept it steady. Mm. Um, what did you mean to why when you're... Oh, you said why. You don't, you really don't need to. <laughs> okay.